undergroundcollective.co.uk. Welcome along to part two of our roundtable discussion um, with some of our DJs from Underground Collective. Now, in this part, we talk about, as you might expect, Glastonbury, Ibiza, Berlin, Johannesburg, and we talk around some artists such as Finn Vaith, Daft Punk, Oatwell, and Josh Wink. So, hope you guys enjoy it. So, let's touch on the best set you've ever seen and talk a little bit around that. Which order did we go in? Who did we go first on on first records? Was it Mike? Let's stick with Mike. Go on, Mike. You're the best. Um, you still there? You got awful quiet. Yeah, yeah. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah. yeah I can hear you. Are you off making this these tracks so you can do a mix of this genre you've just invented? <laughs> it's real, I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Um, yeah, uh, best set I've ever seen. Um, I think technically gifted set. Uh, I saw James Abelia at Sankey's, which is where I got my education in music, really. Um, some of the stuff that guy did was insane he was in and out of all types of music and crazy you know effects and stuff over the top god knows what he was doing in that dj booth was that the one where he had his own mixer no it was pioneer we're testing the mixer yeah because it may not have been the same night though because he played well, there quite a lot of the time didn't he yeah yeah every couple of months now it was one time he had his own mixer and he had to and he took him about literally took him like 20 minutes to plumb this thing in no, it was Pioneer. Pioneer were testing a new unit because he's Zabila's been a, one of the Pioneer testers for years, and it, it was a brand new piece of kit from Pioneer that was being plumbed in that night. But they delivered it late, and they delivered it halfway through his set. So halfway through his set, he just cut a loop, four bar loop, or eight bar loop. It was a real short loop while they plumbed this plumbed this yeah, new Pioneer unit in. They thought it was going to take them two minutes, and it took, and it a... took like ten minutes. Yeah. So and no, uh, no one left the dance floor. Like yeah. it was a, it was an eight-bar loop for like ten minutes on the dance floor, and then as soon as they plugged it in, he just, all he did was just press one button, and like there's a beat stutter. And because you've been listening to the same eight-bar loop for ten minutes, that was like the most amazing thing you've ever heard in your life. <laughs> Everyone went nuts. Anyway, this is Kyle's story. Yeah, sorry, yeah. hijacking it there. Sure did teach him, didn't he? So <laughs> I suppose that's sort of tape. Um, yeah, James Abelia, like some of the stuff he was doing was crazy. Um, Steve Lawler, back in the day, not so big on his new stuff, but tribal sessions on a Friday, that was yeah, getting to Manchester. Uh, I remember one night he locked himself in the DJ booth. Yeah, we heard this story because our, our very good mutual friend is, was, was a massive Lawler fan. And he talks about when... when he Because the Sankeys used to have like a proper heavy door, didn't it? It used to be brick kind of surround and then it had... A big heavy door you could literally lock shut with a pin code on the inside. I think he was, and uh, yeah, Matt talks about him locking himself in the DJ booth. Was this like the end of the set? I take it. Uh, yeah, it, they had like the. It, this is going back a good while. They used to have like um, you know a red strip like where you could put like um, letters on. Yeah. DJ booth. Yeah, I remember that. And um, there was this one time. I think it was due to shut at four, and uh, it just came up. Uh, I'm going to keep playing, and then it was going till till and it was running for like this length of this track that he was playing everyone's just stood there expecting it to be like you know another 30 minutes or something and it was like six and then he locked the dj he just carried on playing uh, and they just gave in and stayed open 
to be fair, if there'd have been a door when Dawley was playing for us over Christmas, I think he'd have done the same thing because he yeah. was so he was so good he had to stop playing. Yeah, because I, I was the next to him and I, and I said he said what I'm going to do. I said, mate, just keep playing. And then the bouncer came over, all yeah, he was sanctimonious. Like... Oh, you gotta you gotta turn it off now. And he's like literally halfway through a track. Um, yeah, because I think Martin would have kept playing because he, yeah, he enjoyed it. Um, I think one of the other ones, um, it was live act. Uh, not many people have seen him, but the whole experience, the spectacle of it, uh, Daft Punk at Global Gathering. And it was just before they did the proper Alive tour. I think it was the first time they played um, since like 97, 98, something like that. Nobody knew what to expect. Um, it was in this tent. It was absolutely random. Of all people, they had Judge Jules on first. Hey. <laughs> he didn't have his trumpet, so it was all good. <laughs> kind of like, oh, he always had trumpet with him. Well, back in the <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, Another one so, on the list. Yeah. Well done, Simon. You can tell yeah, you. Yeah, we need to edit that bit out. On a serious note, we should probably edit that bit out. We're on this. Uh, this bang in the middle. Job, this isn't live. <laughs> From trance to house to whatever he could get his hands on at the time. 
I was stood there waiting for it, and then all of a sudden, all the lights went off. You couldn't see a thing, and well, you could see just very faintly this DJ booth that he was in just disappear into the the stage setup. So everyone's like, "What the fuck's going on here?" Um, and then this sort of shape came out at you, and they did. I don't know if you've seen any clips on YouTube. The intro to it uh, with the lights. The one they did on the pyramid. Yeah, yeah, it was the pyramid. Oh man, yeah, I've seen. Yeah, I watched that loads of times. It looks awesome. I was a bit of a mess at the time, so people <laughs> turned around. The girl I was with and said they could turn this music off right now, and I'd still stand there watching this. But <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, yeah, that was uh, that was something else. That that was next level seeing them live. Cool. Um, I am proper jealous that you've seen Daft Punk live. Daft Punk mm-hmm. and Oasis are my two. People I would I would love to see live. Hey, I'm not they're making that. a comeback, aren't they? Hey, well, Daft Punk or Oasis? Oasis. I see nah, Liam, Liam Gallagher's into Liam it. Liam oh. would love to. Yeah. And it's weird how everyone, I don't know about anyone else, but my favourite Gallagher has just like switched over the last like three years. Noel's just become, you know, up his own arse and Liam's become this kind of cool reinvention of himself. So, yeah, I would like to see, I would, I would love to see them live still. I'll just pretend that Noel wasn't there. <laughs> right, who wants to go next? Alex, go on. You think you were second, weren't you? So, what was your best gig you, you remember going to? Uh, that's hard to say, man. <laughs> well, you uh, should have been you know, and written it down. That was a uh, I have some. I have down. some uh, they have a Carl Cox last year was pretty good in Montreal. When he, um, at the end, the very end, he played uh, Finder, a track with the uh, Nine Toes. Um, has some steel drums in them, yeah. In the track, yeah, you know that one. So, but the whole set was pretty amazing and uh, had a great time. Tons of people, it was a beautiful day out, summer. So, um, and then he ended up with that track. Uh, he had a help from a, a local favorite, Mistress Barbara. You know, oh, no, is she you... from Montreal? I didn't realize she's from Montreal, yeah, yeah, she's a local favorite. So, um, she was uh, jumping in and and doing back to back with them, uh, so that was a pretty good show. I really enjoyed that. First time I saw Carl Cox, so um, but I mean, uh, Sasha was good. John Digweed was good at uh, at uh, Igloo Fest. He's back. That's the one that's Igloo Fest is literally in the middle of January, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, the the very cold uh, festival. Yeah, yeah. So it's... those guys have a festival in the middle of January when it's like minus twenty and it's like three feet of snow. And it's a bit, I think it's a bit like Raven Snow, but without a without a, a ski resort, isn't it? Well, it's you know what everybody just dresses up in warm clothes, like funky, whatever. They do like theme uh, nights and whatever, and uh, everyone's just out there <laughs> braving the cold, man. It's it's freezing, <laughs> minus ten, minus fifteen, minus twenty, you know. But Gee. people have a great time. Yeah, it's that's, like a, that's like a festival in England, but ours is in the summer. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Well, here in the summer, it's the picnic electronic, right? That's every Sunday. Yeah, yeah. So there too, I've uh, there too, I've. I mean, I've been going to picnic electronic. I worked there a full season, um, uh, recording the DJs. So um, I, I recorded uh, Agoria. You know Agoria? Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, French guy. Yeah. I recorded him. He's he's set live. So that that was fun too. Um, well, Charlotte David, I've uh, been. Three times to her uh, live sets uh, in the she's, past she's year or so. She's blown up massively, hasn't she, Charlotte DeWitt? She's like... She's, 
She's what, sir? She's huge at the minute. Oh, yeah, yeah. She's, yeah, she's, she's been coming often. And uh, I have a couple of pals who usually go together to the, to the events. And uh, they love her because they love uh, the, the style of techno she mixes, right? So uh, I've been with them. Probably not my favorite, but uh, pretty good. Uh, pretty good sets. Uh, Clapton was really good uh, last Halloween. Oh, he's fucking uh, big man. venue here. Uh, Who was that? Clapton. Uh, yeah, man. Clapton's a DJ that I really don't like. I, I feel like I shouldn't like, but I can't help but like him. Mm-hmm. I think I think his style is superb. I think in in that in that area that he kind of lives in in the world of dance music, he's he keeps it really credible for the way that he does it and the yeah. way that he moves yeah. between styles and the way he moves between tracks. I think he does it really well, like surprisingly well. Yeah. 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 So that was fun too. Uh, so many, I saw Andem, you know, Andem. Oh yeah, yeah, Andy. Andy. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And um, I saw them too. That was a really good show. Surprise! They were yeah, hosting yeah. They're, 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 they're absolutely quality on social yeah. media. You've seen the videos they do and stuff like that. And yeah, whenever they travel anywhere, they've got you've got like girly mags on the flights and stuff like that. They look, they just look like the kind of guys you just get on with really well. They look hilarious. The pair of them. Yeah, they came to they came to Guatemala. This was uh, what two years ago now, and uh, it was a total surprise. I, I didn't know them. 
and uh, we were hosting them at the venue where I was a resident DJ, right? So I saw them for free. I just went upstairs. <laughs> oh, nice. But it was fun. It was a great event too. Yeah. So there's a few to 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 mention, but it's hard to say. Every experience, it's a lot of fun. Every experience, you know. So it is really hard. I mean, I I we me and my wife go clubbing quite a lot, and I said, oh, we need we need to list down some of the best gigs. She went and we like she literally gave me like fifteen I could pick from. Yeah. <laughs> really. Yeah. So yeah, and uh, we kind of kind of give me one. Uh, you not well, yeah, well. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't actually mean that to come out like it did. <laughs> right. Okay. I'll, seeing as I've kind of started, I'm gonna. So I we put kind of between the two of us as a you know the Comiskey household. We uh we boiled it down to three. Tenny was at two of them, so I'm gonna pick the one he wasn't at because <laughs> <laughs> that was obviously better. So no, he was at the one I'm gonna pick. So the three I've got um was. The first year, the six of us went to Ibiza and we went to uh, to Cocoon at Amnesia and saw Papa Sven on the terrace. Oh, it was in the main room, actually. Papa Sven in the main room. He played some one till six and it was just, yeah, another level. He was stood up on the decks. And Amnesia is where they filmed Kevin and Perry and he was literally like walking across the top of the decks, which is a balcony and stuff like that, and pretending to mix stuff in with his feet and all sorts. It was, yeah, another level. And the energy, yeah, he could just... Nice. He seems he, he's a bit like he's like one of those people who can just kind of move between genres without any real effort. So he can be, you know, pretty driving techno, and then all of a sudden he's playing, you know, a track that's proper hypnotic house. Got Todd, with... Todd Terge, raggish.
Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, and and that is that's so like it's such a builder. But then he like twenty minutes before he's playing like almost like face melting techno, and how he gets there without you really noticing is like the one of the true skills, isn't it for me? Uh, so yes, that was one of them. Um, Mrs. and I went to see Josh Winker, Joshua Brooks in two thousand three. Uh, sorry, in twenty thirteen. And Joshua Brooks in Manchester, it holds about 250, 300 people, maybe. And it was a night, it was a brand quite similar to ours. It was quite a small brand, a Manchester-based brand called Content. And how on earth they managed to convince Josh Wink to play in this tiny little basement in Manchester. It, yeah, God knows, they must have some dirt on him or something. Because <laughs> it was it was unreal to see him in such a small venue. Uh, and he, he got to like three, and it was, again, a four o'clock close, and he just started smashing out all the absolute classics all the like mid-90s classics and he obviously played uh higher state as well which just like he played higher state at like 10 to 4 and the place just went it was still heaving and the place went off it was awesome
But then what I'm going to punt for is one Tinny was with us. And I know, again, another, I, mean, I think as I'm getting older, it's, I'm getting more and more drawn to small venues. I'm kind of, I think I'm kind of done with massive warehouses and 2,000 people and big stages. I, 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 I kind of, I, I don't know. It's just, I, I prefer the more intimate stuff. So my favorite gig ever was an afternoon on a catamaran with one of the dynamic crew, uh, Chad, with Hosh, oh, um, Cap- Captain Hosh's boat party in Ibiza in 2014. Hello, Hosh. How are you? Hello, man. You're finally also on the boat here. Yeah, today is my, my day for stay with you here. Is everybody else sick or why did you go? No, I'm very happy you're here. Great. I'm very happy too. And tell us, brother, this is the third edition for Forever Young Boat Party. Uh, tell us about this. The fourth one. Fourth one. Today. Fourth one. Yes, fourth one. Yeah, for us, you know, so far everyone, each and everyone has been very special. And today it's going to be also very special because we have a very, very special guest here. It's uh, Jared from uh, My Favorite Robot. And he actually changed his flight to be here today with us and to enjoy this beautiful day here on Ibiza. What is the spread for these hours, this, the next hours? You know, I never like expectations. <laughs> but yeah, my feeling says it's going to be great. For sure. Beautiful day, beautiful music, beautiful people and great boat. You said it all. Now we have the first beer here maybe, no? <laughs> Una caña? <laughs> of course. Thank you so much for your music. It's a pleasure for us uh, broadcasting live your event and enjoy this set. The same goes from my side. And you guys out there, en- enjoy it. And yeah, have fun the next hours. Thank you so much, Jos. Jos, hoy invitando a el señor Jared Sims dentro del sello My Favorite Robot Records. Y él mismo pinchando en esta edición de Forever Young Boat Party on... Five Star Catamarán en cooperación con Cirque de la Nuit. Sin más dilación, os doy la bienvenida. Estaremos juntos hasta las 6 de la tarde contándoos todo lo que suceda en este gran barco. Bienvenidos.
started at about one in the afternoon, sailed around for a bit, and he, he played, yeah, back-to-back with my favourite robot, wasn't it? Hello? Can you anyone hear me? We can hear you. We can hear you. He's playing he's static. He's playing static. Oh, Tony's gone. Tony's gone. Oh, he's, he's in, he's out. I think he's barred himself. But yeah, so we went on, on Captain Hosh's boat party, which was like 80 people. Yeah, afternoon, shitloads of beers, uh, rocking around in the middle of the med with 80 people on a boat. It was unreal. So that's my uh, pick. Who's, who's yet to go? Sounds like fun. Yeah, it was, yeah, awesome. Simon, you go next. You've gone really quiet. Yeah, I, I think I might have um, a connection issue, so apologies if this cuts out. But, I mean, when you ask the question, what what's the best gig you've ever been to? I was like, flipping now. What kind of question is that? I mean, like most of the gigs that... Well, the best gig I ever went to, I can't remember what it was because it's, that's, that's part of what made it so good. But, uh, <laughs> exactly. yeah, lots of, lots of very sketchy memories. And, and, and to be honest, I see, uh, I, see, I, see, I see it more of, like, moments that I had in, in, in certain nights. I mean, there's, Sven Weith was, was one that I pulled out, um, the, the, the amnesia uh, cocoon nights that we've, we've been to. To be honest, every single one we've been, it, I mean, it, the guy's just... A, a living legend of dance music but um i remember when i saw him at the custer factory in birmingham as well it was an outdoor party and it was sven vath uh and it was dove fire as well um and papa sven played window liquor at four o'clock in the morning mm. and that was that was unreal as a moment um another moment was um uh, when me and sean were over in in berlin uh probably about 2017 time and um we were we. It was eight a.m. We'd been out. We'd been out and about. We'd been to a, a few different places, and we we said, "Oh, let's go over to Watergate and see what's going on at Watergate." So the sun was coming up, um, and we we headed over to Watergate, and we walked in, and um, the upstairs was closed. The main room was closed, and it was just the water floor downstairs. Which for me, that that's that that that's Watergate for me anyway. I know everyone goes for the flipping LEDs and all that jazz in the in the main room but for me it's the it's the downstairs the water floor it's it's really small and tight um you're right on top of the djs you can literally you know you can touch them you're standing right next to them and uh, either b and clay were playing and the energy in there was just unreal eight o'clock in the morning they'd open the curtains the sun was pouring in um either b and clay i don't know if any of you guys have seen them but they're just really fun energetic djs like engage with the crowd we're having a bit of a laugh with them and stuff like that and the whole place is just absolutely rocking and then out of nowhere either b bring brings in um martin buttrich stone autopilot
yeah, it's like one of my always been one of my favourite tunes. But when that when that came in, the whole whole started jumping around and going absolutely insane. Um, and I remember turning around to Sean and going, "It was a good job you came here, wasn't it? Because this is one hell of a moment." And uh, yeah, that's that's probably the most standout moment for me that I can remember. <laughs> Although it's we did well to remember it because we walked in there and we stood right over by the DJ booth because that's what we DJs do, don't we? Stand and watch the DJ. We'll get as close to the DJs as we can so we can see what they're doing. And in he's right in Waterfall, you can literally look at the CDJs. That's how close you are to them. And um, I had my uh, Masters at Work t-shirt on, and Eva B, she was, because we were playing back-to-back, they were, like, looking at the crowd, and she noticed my t-shirt. And said, went over and said hello. And uh, she gave, they gave us a load of drinks vouchers, didn't they? Do you remember? They gave us, like, 15 drinks vouchers. Yeah. <laughs> so that's how, yeah, and it was, yeah, it was so, so cool. So cool. And it got to a point where they would... And you didn't fall asleep? No, I actually oh, stayed out longer than you. You didn't fall asleep. So that, that was He went home success. before me that yeah. night. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, because they were playing back to back, we were having really good banter with them. And it got to a point where Eva B was like getting our attention to say, like, she's like looking over, she's like, like touch her ear going, check out what I'm going to play next, check out what I'm going to play next, because they're on a bit of a battle. And they were like nailing the tequila back as well. So it was, yeah, crazy time. But yeah, one of the best times. Who's, uh, who's left to go? Chad, I think you've, you're left to go. And then we'll leave. Tom's because Tom's were probably something, yeah, <laughs> something amazing. Go, Chad. So, there was, I'm not too sure if you guys have heard of the. Can you guys hear me, man? Yeah, yeah, uh, can I, yeah. So, I'm not too sure if you guys have heard of the group HVOB. There was a rooftop. There was a rooftop bar in, in South Africa called Randlords. Quite like pretty, pretty popular in like, the equivalent of a, of I'd say Manchester. I'd say like Gorilla. But so just picture rooftop vibes, sort of. Yeah, yeah. You know, like house vibes and that sort of stuff. Um, saw them live. They did a live DJ set. Absolutely insane. This is. This has to be. Like, I mean, I've, I've, I've seen, I, much like yourselves, I've got hundreds of stories that I can say, okay, I can I can pick that one pick. But, like, this this chick's vocals, I don't know what it is, maybe it might have been, uh, we can call it the, the alcohol, 
might have been the alcohol, but um, I don't know. It's just it's something that that just hit hit the soul. You know what I mean? So that that has to be hands down one of the best one of the best experiences I've ever had in my life. And like on to to top that off, I know it's a bit of a downer, man. But like a friend of mine who had obviously she not knowing this, she she passed away two months after that. This was one of like our fondest moments together. So it just it kind of hits the spot. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. What's the scene like in South Africa? Um, very, very like very minimal sort of deep house sort of thing. Sort of, yeah. It's every, everything you picture. Picture kind of Ibiza vibes, but minus the tech house, so you don't have all these shit DJs playing. <laughs> you know what I mean? So you just you, you got actual actual people doing it for not for the money. You do they got the, they're doing it for soul. They're doing it for for the yeah, love yeah. of music, so to speak. So it's it's a, it's a good vibe. Really good vibe. Underground Collective Night in uh, Johannesburg. Then you have to hit, hook us up with a... Uh, 100%. Let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> right, Mr. Harrison, go on. Have you had long enough to make something up? <laughs> oh, I've tried really hard. Uh, do you know what? What it, what it does thinking about this is it makes you feel a little bit privileged because I guess we've all been to all sorts of things. I feel like making your list, Sean. Um, I think I've got a top five, which I'll rattle through. Um in uh, five. Give me, in five is uh, Oakenfold in the Annex in Cream. I know he's not the coolest dude, but the vibe while he had a residency in the Annex just for those, you know, six months, 12 months was absolutely fantastic. Every time he went in there, it was, uh, it felt like something was happening. Uh, in four. It was a cool vibe in there. In four is Homeland, which was the first ever Cream Fields. I think it was in Gloucester. And they had, uh, they had a tent. And it had Lauren Garnier, techno, wearing a big costume, firing lasers. Doc Scott, who's a, a you know a, a brummy drum and bass DJ, and DJ Sneak, who's playing his jacking house loopy beats on after each other. Just weird, but it was yeah. Who programmed that? Yeah. Um, in three, Dave Angel at Sankey's. Now a bit like you guys, I loved going to Sankey's. I saw Dave Angel, who's a, a techno DJ from London, playing in there, and. Um, no one stopped moving for one second all night, and everyone was really, really just having it and super happy, which was cool. Then I've got two big ones that I can always remember. One is uh, Sven Vaff, Jeff Mills, and Orbital playing at Alexandra Palace on one New Year, and uh, it was it, it was just really cool vibes. And um, Orbital mixed chime into Big Ben's bongs at midnight.
and it just was, it was, it was extremely cool. And obviously, I was having a marvelous time. And uh, but my favorite gig was Glastonbury in 1997, and they had the cinema tent next to the dance tent, and we'd watch Matilda, the Roald Dahl uh, film, <laughs> lying down in a special place uh, in the afternoon and in the evening. It was Daft Punk that were on. Um, and it was at 1997. It was when they were still playing stuff that sounded a bit tougher and more like techno. They were really DJs rather than doing a live act then. But it was the last gig on a Sunday night uh, in Glastonbury, and it was absolutely mental. Uh, it stopped. Someone climbed the rigging of the tent to the ceiling of the tent. They stopped the music for 10 minutes, and everyone was shouting at them to get down. And uh, so one of the security climbed 40 feet in the air and just carried them down under his arm and the music went back on. It was absolutely <laughs> fantastic. So, uh, yeah, definitely Daft Punk, Glastonbury 1987 in the dance tent. Wow. I can imagine Sunday night at Glastonbury is the kind of like, right, let's, we've got six hours left. Let's make the most of it kind of vibes. It was. I was just looking around and people I'd lost for days just all appeared next to me. Uh, so, oh, all right, mate. And, uh, <laughs> uh, it was just a cool vibe. So, where's everyone going to head? Last thing on a Sunday, uh, they were all heading into the same place. It was, uh, yeah, it was magic. Cool, cool. Uh, is that that's everyone in it? I think. Yeah, has everyone talked about their favourite gig? Mike, are you still with us? I am. I am. Yeah. How's it? How's the how's the new genre going? <laughs> Psychedelic. I've been working on it. That's why I've been quiet. I've been, yeah. Um, well, yeah, just, uh, gone. I've just texted him saying, "What the fuck are you doing?" Because he's now he's just disappeared. He but, lost trouble. <laughs> yeah, just yeah, it's just your bang, unfortunately. Well, <laughs> you make your minds up. So that was part two. Uh, in part three, we talk about our favorite albums outside of electronic music, and I get to pick a track from him. So uh, see you over there. Underground Collective dot co dot uk.